Thanks, everyone. We have Cam Newton here. We're going to start with Tara Sullivan, followed by Chris Ryan. Sorry, I actually didn't, didn't know I still had my hand raised, but I would love, Cam, if you don't mind, maybe a shared appreciation, if that's the right word, of Russell Wilson, what you thought from afar, um, fellow quarterback, and just, you know, what he's done with his career. I'm a big fan of Russ and um, just everything that he's accomplished up to this point. I haven't got a chance to look at the uh, offensive side of the ball, but um, I've seen he put up some big numbers and, you know, just always rooting for a guy like himself and with his athleticism. And is uh, you know, it's just great for the game. Next question, Chris Ryan, followed by Joe Kayata. Yeah, Cam, just uh, curious as to what you're seeing from the Seattle defense right now and how you feel that week one went in terms of integrating your playing style with um, what the Patriots' uh, approach is. We're just trying to keep building. Um, take as much as possible that the defense is going to give us. And um, like I said, we're just trying to keep evolving as an offense. Next question, Joe Kayata, followed by Ian Steele. Hey, Kim, how are you? Sensational. That's good. I like to hear that. Uh, just your overall assessment of week one and then the expectations going into this week and usually a tough environment, but with no fans there, what, what are the expectations heading into week two after what you guys were able to accomplish last week? Uh, as a team, we're just trying to keep getting better. Um, it's no magic word, no magic plays, no magic you know, whatever a person may think that's going to get us over this hump. You know, we know we're going in and play a a tough team, tough defense, me specifically. And uh, it's going to take all three phases to play great, uh, you know, football together. Um, so for us, it's not nothing that we haven't been prepared, preparing for up to this point. I even know it's Wednesday, but by the time Sunday night comes, we all would be, uh, you know, have that eye on, you know, trying to, um, you know, play Patriot football. Thank you. Uh, next question, Ian Steele, followed by Mark Daniels. Thanks, Stacey Cam. Thanks for the time. Um, Coach Belichick lost his mountain this week. I'm wondering if you've spoken to him and uh, how he's doing and just your your reaction to that news. Yeah, and, you know, anybody who's lost somebody that dear to them, you know, you, you, you would empathize with them. Um, we found out as a team, and, you know, obviously my condolences not only goes to, you know, Coach Bill, but also, you know, every Belichick that's on the staff. So they, they've handled it great. And, um, you know, if something like that happens, everybody's different, but, you know, I don't think it has been a distraction. You know, you will want the morning process, you know, you know, it's going to happen. Um, but only thing you can do is just, you know, show your empathy and, and your support. Thanks, Ken. Next question, Mark Daniels, followed by Dan Roach. Hey, Ken. Uh, Ken, we, we talked to you about being a leader a few weeks ago when the team named you captain. And I just want to ask you, what, how would you sort of sum up what being a leader means to you and, and what you've learned about leadership just, you know, throughout years in the NFL and even going back to college? 
Well, you know, it's just holding yourself accountable. Um, and that's what I try to do, you know, whether it's via words or via actions, you know, I have to make sure that I'm not being selfish and, and, and not thinking about the team and, and knowing that uh, I am putting the team first in a lot of things that I do. So, uh, like I say, whether it's by leading by example or by just giving a pep talk, we all can lead. But in order to be a great leader, you have to also be a great follower. And, and there's a lot of guys on this team that that I follow and see from afar and just get the little nuggets of, of how they prepare and just work on a day-to-day -day basis. And, um, you know, that's just I'm trying to, you know, put in my repertoire living each and every day. Thank you. Uh, next question, uh, Dan Roach, followed by Megan O'Brien. Hi, Kim. Uh, just a thought on uh, your excitement level for your first road game as a member of the New England Patriots, but also uh, how aware you are and, and as a team. Obviously, they've done a good job here at Foxborough and Gillette Stadium of safety protocols with COVID. Uh, just about being on the road for the first time as a team and being a leader and making sure everybody you know, does the right thing when it comes to safety as well. Yeah, it's been... Um... <laughs> Ah, excuse me. Bless you. Um, you know, this is an exciting kind of trip. We've been barricaded for at least a month and a half with the normalcy of it's kind of felt like Groundhog's Day. <laughs> Doing everything the same each and every day, getting tested. Um, and just for me, I've been trying to learn so much as much as possible in, in a short span and it's no different than anybody else, but, you know, to, to, to kind of get out and about is, is one thing, but it, it's still a, um, a work trip. So, you know, even though we have been, you know, allotted to leave, you know, for working purposes, I think the NFL as well as the Patriots have done such a great job with protecting us as, as individuals and, you know, just keeping us informed about the test results and how we can always um, you know, stay safe and, and just giving us the necessary uh, antidotes, you know, from hand sanitizer to, you know, washing soap to everything else going over and beyond to helping us to not only protect ourselves, but, you know, obviously people with families protecting our families as well. Thank you. My next question, Megan O'Brien, followed by Andrew Callahan. Tim, last week when we spoke with Nikhil Harry, he described your relationship like you were his big brother. After something happens like last week with Nikhil and the fumble, as one of the leaders on this team and someone who he feels like is a big brother, what can you say to him to sort of lift him up and transition into Seattle? I, I think, um, you know, I spoke with Nikhil, and let's just put a lot of things into perspective here. Right. Did he have a good game? Yes, he did. I think that one play overshadowed the production that he did have. He bailed me out on a play on, on, on a kind of inaccurate pass that he came down with and got the first down. Um, he did pretty good in the, in the run game. Um, you know, he had a couple contested catches. Um, and you know, all that was kind of for not because a lot of people just focused on 
the fumble. And granted, I'll be the first person to tell you he knows or he will be the first person to tell you that he knows that's unacceptable. But obviously, when you just put things into perspective and you you, you call the apple an apple and the spade a spade, <clears throat> it was just one mistake. You know, him still being a young player, trying to come into his own, um, things like that will happen. You just will, will want him to be uh, minimized as much as possible. But, you know, he's making leaps and strides, you know, as as everyone would expect him to to be. He's growing up. He's growing up in, into his best self. And for him, you know, after chatting with him, he knows he knows he has to, you know, bring or, or make practice game like. And that's the only thing that you can imagine. I, I, you know, the thing that makes me and the kill even more you know, kind of closer is, is, is I, I told Nikhil my spiel, obviously being in Carolina, but I, I've had a Nikhil, you know, in my life for as long as my career has existed, you know, being a, a high invested um, draft pick, you know, dating back to Kelvin Benjamin, to Devin Funches, those young guys, me also being young at the time too, then you invest in Curtis Samuel, DJ Moore, Christian McCaffrey. So it's no, it's nothing new to come on a team and you have a young talent at receiver and trying to morph him into the best player that he could possibly be. And I and I know Nikhil's buying in not only to my theory and methods, but also to to the team as well. And you know, plays like that are going to happen. And we just hope that that's the only time it will happen. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, next question, Andrew Callahan. Uh, last question will be Mike Giardi. Go ahead, Andrew. Thanks, Amba. Appreciate the time. We talked with Pete Carroll earlier today, and he was uh, recalling some of the, the games you guys have had before, obviously, you know, in a different system down in Carolina, and he called them tough. What do you think of when you think about your previous battles with the Seahawks? Yeah, it was, I don't think people understand. You know, we played Seattle and, and Carolina like they were a division game. Um we played them a lot, and if, and if if this is not an accurate stat, but I will, will will kind of put my name on it. I think we played Seattle more than we played any other team outside of than our division. You know, it was a team that we kind of looked forward to playing, uh, measuring our, our our toughness and where our team was. And you know, this this week is not going to be any different. It's simple. They know who they are. They know what they want to do, and they're they're not going to conform or change for nobody. And, you know, when you got a method or mentality like that, it's kind of hard to lose. When you got a quarterback that's under under siege there or, or at the realm, <clears throat> it's kind of hard to, you know, you know, lose. Um, and he has so much command of that of that team and offense. And obviously with the new acquisition of of, um, you know, the, the guys that they do have there from the cornerbacks to the free safeties, to the linebackers, to the D line. It makes no it makes no difference. I mean, we can go back five, ten years from 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 now and still kind of go about how the Seattle Seahawks have been a great team to contend for championships year in and year out. And this year is no different. Last question, Mike Giardi. Hey, Cam, hope you're having a good day. Just um, wanted to ask you uh, how you felt like you handled uh, the checks at the line of scrimmage um, and if you felt as comfortable uh, as you wanted to, at least for week one in that offense. 
Yeah, it's still it's still a a learning process, and uh, you know, from leaving here to go try to master it as much as possible. You know, leading up until Sunday, you know, it makes no difference. You know, for me, I, I just have to always, you know, have that conscious to 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 keep getting better. And you know, this is a a twenty year in the making offense, and you know, not not just a a coach that just came here or you know somebody who just came here they've been building for years now and it's up to me to you know kind of catch up as much as possible each and every day and josh has helped me so much that you know the quarterbacks have helped me so much you know jed has helped me so much about this whole process and you know it's just up to me to just keep learning thanks cam thank you cam thanks everyone Thank you.